0: How important is it to God that the Gentiles be saved? Today on Drawing Near, we take a look at the call of Christ in Paul's life. So please open your Bibles and turn to Ephesians chapter 3 and join us for Paul's stewardship. Before we begin, let's go to the Lord in prayer. And Father, we pray that you would open our eyes to the truth of your word once again today that you would join our hearts together in the Spirit as we seek to study together and to grow together. Help us to grow up into our head, the Lord Jesus Christ, to a complete person, a mature person in the faith, and help us to live and to worship, to serve in accordance with the things that we learn today. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Take your Bibles, turn to Ephesians chapter 3, and let's begin in verse 1. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus for the sake of you Gentiles, if indeed you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace which was given to me for you, that by revelation there was made known to me the mystery as I wrote before in brief. Paul begins this portion of his letter by saying, for this reason, the reason he must be referring to is the peace that it was brought between the Jew and the Gentile in Jesus Christ. Paul is spending a great deal of time talking to the Ephesian saints about the work of Christ on behalf of the Gentiles. And Paul's going to continue that discussion now in chapter 3. So he says, For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ for the sake of you Gentiles, He identifies himself as Paul, and it's kind of unique that he does that in chapter 3 rather than just simply leaving it in chapter 1. They know who's writing it. But what he's saying here is that he's a prisoner. He's in jail. He's a, a prisoner of Jesus Christ. And it's a reference to the sovereignty of God that what he is doing is he's not just a prisoner of Rome or a prisoner of the Jews, but he's a prisoner of Jesus Christ. He serves only Jesus, and what happens to him happens to him because of the will of Jesus Christ. So he's a prisoner of Christ Jesus, whether he's slave or free, whether he's abounding or not, it's all because of Jesus Christ. But he's a prisoner for the sake of the Gentiles. In other words, because he is out doing the ministry that Christ has called him to, he is out sharing the gospel with the Gentiles, trying to make disciples of Gentile people. He's a prisoner of Christ Jesus for their sake. It is for their benefit. It is for their salvation that he does this work, and that's why he is imprisoned. He's not only a prisoner, but he's also a steward. Now, the word steward is a very important word. A steward in the Bible days was a house servant. It comes from a Greek term that meant sty ward. In other words, a hog manager. But it was changed over to a house manager. Probably the greatest example of this was back in Joseph's day, when Joseph was the steward of Potiphar's house. Joseph was responsible for all of Potiphar's possessions, and he had to answer to Potiphar, the owner, for his stewardship, he was just simply a steward. He had responsibility, he had obligation, and he had to answer to the owner. We are all stewards. We are stewards of everything God has given to us our time, our talent, our treasures. We are stewards. We will one day answer to the Lord for all that he has entrusted to us. So in verse 2, Paul says this If indeed you have heard of the stewardship, of God's grace, which was given to me for you. In other words, God gave Paul the responsibility, Jesus Christ gave Paul the responsibility to take the gospel, the gospel which is by grace through faith, to the Gentile people. And so it was a stewardship, a responsibility that was given to Paul that he one day will answer to the Lord for. So he took this very, very seriously. He considered it his primary responsibility, if not solely his responsibility, to make sure the gospel was taken to the Gentiles. He considered this a stewardship of God's grace, a manager of God's grace for the Gentiles. I am convinced that one of the reasons why believers today do not share the gospel more faithfully with those around them is because they consider it optional. They do not see it as their responsibility, as their stewardship, to share the gospel with people around them, to make disciples of all people. Rather, they see it as something that they can do or that they may not do. It's up to them. Paul saw it as a grave responsibility to manage the grace of God, to dispense the grace of God through the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so he was willing to go to prison to do that. He was willing to be stoned to do that, or to be beat with rods to do that, or to suffer what he says, bearing the marks of Jesus Christ in his body, so that he might take the gospel to the Gentile people. We need to have that kind of conviction, because it takes nearly that kind of conviction in order to share the gospel faithfully. So Paul is a prisoner of Christ Jesus for the sake of the Gentiles, And he has been given a stewardship of God's grace for the Gentile people. And then finally, Paul says in verse 3 that it is by revelation there was made known to me the mystery, as I wrote before in brief. This word mystery is a key theme in many of Paul's letters. And we're going to see in the next session what this mystery is. Now, you don't have to wait, you can read ahead, it's very clear. But he tells us that he received. The understanding, or this mystery, was made known to him by revelation. In Galatians chapter 1, verse 11, it says, For I would have you know, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. Verse 12, For I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through revelation of Jesus Christ. Paul received not only the gospel message directly from Jesus Christ, and his apostleship, the stewardship of grace from Jesus Christ. And remember, Jesus Christ is dead, resurrected, and ascended into heaven. Yet Paul, afterwards, while persecuting the church, received a call from Jesus Christ. Jesus reveals to him the things that he will suffer for Jesus' name, He receives the commission from Jesus Christ to take the gospel to the Gentiles. He receives the gospel that he is to proclaim from Jesus Christ. And then we're told here in Ephesians chapter 3 that he receives his understanding of this mystery from Jesus Christ. So what we see here is Paul's a prisoner. He has a stewardship of God's grace for the Gentiles. And he has received a revelation that revealed to him the mystery of God's work that would be done through Paul, obviously on behalf of the Gentiles. And so Paul is making this transition in chapter 3 from all of these things that the Gentile believers have in Christ Jesus in chapter 1 and chapter 2, and he's starting to emphasize that they have a part in this kingdom and that he is directly responsible for sharing the gospel, for discipling the Gentile believers, because Jesus Christ specifically called him to do so. Let's stop thinking for a moment about Paul. How important is the salvation of the Gentile to Jesus Christ? Well, Jesus did die on the cross, having lived a sinless life, he was buried. And he resurrected from the dead. He bore our sins, carried our sins to the grave, defeated death in the grave through his resurrection, and has ascended to the right hand of the Father. When that happened in history, it appeared that he was seeking to save the Jews alone. Now, there were many references in his ministry through his teaching, and even in the Old Testament, that it was always God's plan to save Gentiles, but that was not immediately apparent in Jesus' life and through his death, burial, and resurrection. Jesus, after he has ascended into heaven, addresses Paul on the road to Damascus and sets him apart especially for the Gentiles, that we would hear the gospel and be saved, that he would make peace with the Gentile people between God and the Jewish people, that he would make both people, both groups, one. And he called Paul to do this, And he gave Paul the gospel and a revelation of what it meant to do this. It is very important that you and I as Gentiles be saved. God has made it a chief concern. We need to be very, very grateful to the Lord for this great blessing of grace. Not only were we sinners, not only were we lost, but we were also not the chosen people. We were the Gentile dogs. We were unclean. We were pagan. We were afar off, strangers, aliens, enemies. And yet, God, in His great mercy, grace, and love, not only sent Jesus to die on the cross and to resurrect from the dead so that we might be saved, but He included us by giving us our very own apostle with the stewardship. To bring the gospel of grace to us. Praise the Lord. We need to worship and give thanks and rejoice and proclaim the gospel to our neighbors because God desires their salvation. Amen. Oh Father in heaven, help us to be aware of this great privilege. Help us to do more than just simply read and study your word, but help us to do so in a devotional, worshipful way that draws us nearer to you, that helps us to understand, that helps us to live in the oneness of fellowship with you that you so desire. Help us to walk in the Spirit, not gratify the desires of the flesh, to lay aside all of those sinful tendencies and embrace the holiness, the blamelessness that you have called us to. Thank you for your mercy and grace. Thank you for Jesus Christ. Thank you for the great privilege of being your children, even when we were strangers and aliens and enemies. And help us, Father, to bring other people into the fold. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.